Hey everybody, welcome back to Cosmic Soup. It is great to be back. We missed you all terribly, I know. It's been a very long time since we've been together, but I promise you, we didn't go anywhere. Like a lot of companies out there, we just had to take a quick step back to do some reorganization. And now, the time has come to step back out of the shadows for a brand new season of everybody's favorite senior living podcast. Speaking of seasons, I'm excited to bring you today's episode because for those of us who live in areas where we have all four seasons, it's getting to be that time of the year where the weather is warming up, the sun is coming out, and we can start thinking about one of my favorite things in the entire universe, outdoor dining. And joining me today is my good friend, executive chef and VP of culinary ops at Third Plus and Culinary Coach, Scott Daniels, who I know for a fact shares my passion and enthusiasm for the great outdoors and for taking advantage of the weather to create memorable dining experiences. Hey, Scott, thanks for hanging out today in the soup. Awesome to have you here again. Hey, Mike, it's great. Great to be with you again. I missed, uh, missed our time together. Hey, yeah, I'm excited. Uh, it's outdoor dining and cooking. And, and Mike, as you know, I, I as a hobby, I'm a, a barbecue smoker, griller. So this is a fun and exciting time of the year for me as a uh, Spring for a good part of the country is upon us and summer is just around the corner. Yeah, you know, and even though we live on opposite uh, coasts, you know, I'm here in the Seattle area where uh, where the third plus team is and uh, you are based over in Delaware uh, working from a third plus and culinary coach on that coast. Our weather patterns aren't terribly different, uh, even though we might have different extremes. We kind of look forward to the same time of year for things to kind of start happening and, and opening up for some some new options. So right about now is the time when we start to see the sun come out. Things are kind of getting warm. We look outside, we go, man, I really just, I want to get out from the indoors and experience nature and experience all of those really cool things about being outside. So I, I know that you and I both have that in common. Absolutely. It's a, it's a, an exciting time of the year. And, and Mike, on top of that, with, you know, with, coming out of COVID and hopefully we continue to, to come out of the, the, the COVID pandemic, people have been just cooped up in homes trying to stay safe and, and stay alive. And, and with the warmer weather coming around, getting outside, even if it's in small groups, it's a great time to enjoy, you know, the, the cool weather, the longer days and, uh, you know, and beat the heat before you know, the meat of summer hits us with the very high temps. Yeah, absolutely. So, well, let's talk about outdoor dining then. Now, I've experienced firsthand a little bit of resistance to outdoor dining in the senior living communities that I have been in. And you and I have talked about this. It's really, it's hard to understand it because it doesn't have to be complicated. It doesn't have to be expensive. It's not something that requires any extensive knowledge on doing. It's really about providing options. And there are just so many benefits to eating outdoors and to being outdoors. So let's talk about, you know, why has there been so much resistance to it? How easy is it? And, you know, let's talk about some of the benefits of setting up just a really cool outdoor dining program. Absolutely. Like, well, I, I think part of the challenge that a lot of communities face, and, and this is human nature, is we're resistant to change. And, and most senior communities there are established dining rooms across the continuum of care, and they've got a routine or a pattern set up where dinner's at, at 5 o'clock in, in this dining room and 5.15 in that or lunch, and, and taking a left turn or a right turn to do something a little different just becomes challenging. But really, it's easy. You, all you're doing is changing your venue, where the residents are going to eat, 
and the menu that they're going to be dining on. And you said it earlier. It doesn't have to be an extravagant, over-the-top, big event. It can be simple. Not that it can't be a, a really big, well-planned event, but, but it can be just a cookout tomorrow with, with burgers and dogs, with residents around picnic tables, and, and corn on the cob. It's coming right around the season. You know, fresh cobblers with fruits in different parts of the country. It doesn't have to be over the top. And if you, if you, if you ask most residents, and, and I don't care what the economy of the community is, most residents enjoy comfort food, a grilled hot dog, a grilled hamburger, you know, a piece of barbecue chicken or grilled chicken on the grill. It doesn't have to be something the staff doesn't know how to do or, or has never done before. It, it can be that simple. I will never again in my life underestimate the importance of a hot dog on a menu <laughs> in a senior living community uh, based off of an experience that uh, you know what I'm talking about. Um Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, and it's basic, you know, you look at uh, in, in most senior living communities, especially through the continuum of care, the, the assisted living or sealed, they're serving a hot dog that's been cooked in a steamer, oh. you know, or, or what we know in, in, the, in the baseball world, the dirty water dogs, where you know, <laughs> they've, they've been boiled in, in, you know, water that we don't want to know what's in, you know, Nothing better than than a, a a hot dog, a good hot dog charred on a grill with some caramelization. You know that brings back memories for most residents. And again, it's inexpensive. It, it's good. It, it can be cooked at time of service. It doesn't have to be grilled and put in a hot box. You know, make it a fun event. You know, and here's what I tell the dining departments: Don't think you have to go down the road of of executing you know an outdoor dining event on your own partner with your life enrichment departments, partner with your activities, partner with your sales department, get, get everybody involved to, to plan, organize a great outdoor barbecue, work with your maintenance department. Obviously safety and equipment are very important. You know, gas grills, you know, have to be handled. You're, you're obviously in a community with, with senior residents and their safety is, is of the utmost importance. Work with your your maintenance department. Make sure they have safe and secure gas tanks that are available on campus that are that are safely kept in, in locations that are secured. But but plan those events. You know, think of the weather. Obviously, the spring and fall to me for senior living are the best times to do barbecues, especially in the hotter climate parts of the the year, because it gets too hot and residents don't like too hot. They don't like too cold. So spring and fall tend to be your best outdoor dining to get the residents engaged and, and want to dine outdoors. And here's what I'll tell you to me is the most important thing in senior living is if the community's doing great outdoor dining and barbecues, where are they typically doing it on the independent side? Right. And that's great, but you need to move that, that whole barbecue process or outdoor dining process through the continuum of care offering it, you know, and it doesn't have to be done at the same day. You can have a barbecue, or an outdoor dining event for independent this week, you can do a different one, same menu, different menu next week for assisted living. And then, you know, the following week for, you know, your, your skilled nursing or, or memory support. And again, every community has great outdoor venues. Doesn't have to be, you don't have to have a venue big enough to seat a hundred people. It can be small events 
where you're, you're inviting smaller groups, but doing it multiple times, mm. gardens, lakes, courtyards, you know, memory supports typically always have a nice courtyard. You can, you can have those events out there and make it, make it fun. Theme it. It doesn't always have to be a full meal. It can be, you know, a dessert event where you're doing an outdoor dessert event, you know, great fresh peaches, growing fresh peaches with, with home churned ice cream. Oh that, my God. Yes. The residents are making this part of an activity of life enrichment event. Who wouldn't love a great grilled fresh peach with home churned vanilla ice cream? Uh, grilled fruit and ice cream is literally the best dessert on the planet. You know, when there was a particular community that, that I was working with um, here in, in uh, the Seattle area, uh, actually out in Kitsap County. And I was kind of surprised when I went there because they had an enormous patio on the water, literally feet from a massive bay, million dollar view, absolutely epic. And they had all the tables turned over, like in the middle of summer, you know, all the chairs turned over on top of the tables and just, it wasn't being used. If somebody wanted to use the space, they had to ask somebody to like take a chair down. And I was like, you know, why are, and it was right outside of the dining room. I was like, why don't you just open up, you know, this spot to dine? And they were like, are you out of your mind? And I was like, they're like, we don't have the budget for that. And I was like, you already have a barbecue, a, a gas grill on site. You already have tables. You already have chairs. The extent of their investment for me to set this up for them was the cost of one four foot cooler. So a big cooler, which was like, I don't know, 70 bucks. Um, and the food to stock it with because they had everything else already. I just had to move it from point A to point B, clean up the tables and chairs, open up the umbrellas. And that was it. And we did it a couple of times, you know, uh, a month and it made an event out of it. But even if we didn't do hot dogs and stuff like that as a special item, they could just, you know, sit on the patio and still order off the regular menu, just had a different spot to sit. So maybe you didn't open up the full indoor dining room and instead took that server and placed that server outside. And people would like, they would love to go outside. Servers like, I'll go work outside. And the residents would be like, I'll go eat outside. And then you just switch it up. So, you know, everybody gets a chance to, to enjoy it. But it literally was a no, a no investment thing with stuff they already had and people wanting to do it and them just not realizing that how popular it would have been for literally no cost. Well, if you think about it, Michael, you talk about that, that community that's right on the water. How many restaurants would die for real estate like that to have an outdoor dining portion of their restaurant? Because that would draw customers. That would be filled in, in the prime time of the season for outdoor dining. And I, I think we have to get senior communities and the teams that, that drive them to understand it's what would you want? Just because they're senior residents doesn't mean they're cloistered in dining rooms and cloistered in, in, in little compartmentalized dining areas. Make it fun. They're eating in the same place every day. So why not give them an option to, to break the monotony, do a little bit of fun outdoor dining. Again, you can pair it with an activity, pair it with a, you know, an event, for the sales department where you invite potential new residents to, to have barbecue and dine with current residents. You know, it can be a win-win for the whole community, not just the residents that are experiencing that meal. And, and they can market that. I mean, who, if you're going to visit as a potential resident for a community, a meal should be part of that tour. So if you're taking a tour, if a community is not providing a meal as part of that dining with residents and, and, and if it's a beautiful day and, and you have outdoor dining and you have a beautiful scenery in your community, 
that's a missed opportunity by not taking advantage of that and, and showing that, hey, not only do we have dining, but we have fun dining. We have exciting dining. We have creative dining. And we use the whole campus um, that our community is on, be it whether it's country setting, city setting. You know, you, you look at communities, you're there in Seattle and there, there's retirement communities that are, that are high rises. I guarantee you most of those high rises have outdoor patios, rooftop patios that can be great venues for, for outdoor dining, cocktail receptions, you know, cheese and wine pairing events. It's just a great way to, to get outside and use your community to benefit not only the residents, but, but the community. Yeah. You know, I mean, if I was in sales and marketing in, in that element, like if that was the department that I was responsible for and, you know, I was kind of tasked with maybe some lead gen opportunities or, or maybe just some rebranding, you know, getting, getting some new, some new ideas out to the public, you know, I mean, I would definitely go for a, here's the cool stuff we do. Come party with us vibe, right? Here's a bunch of folks out there, you know, when you break the old, uh, the ageist, um, preconceptions of people just, you know, sitting in these little places, all stuffy together. It's like, we're out here, we're partying, we're having a good time. We're having fun. I've got guests, I've got family, especially in a time post COVID, you know, you get them out from the indoor recycled air and you get them out into fresh air where it's actually safer. Um, and just, uh, you know, a better, more comfortable environment for guests to come and everybody feels more, more at ease. And it's not quite so, uh, I don't know what the right word is not quite so stuffy. You know, but if I was looking, if I was looking to pitch like, you know, something to the world that says, here's how awesome we are, I would definitely be showing people having a good time out on a patio somewhere, um, you know, eating outside, drinking outside, dancing, listening to music, you know, whatever, anything you can think of. Uh, it's just, it, to me, it's a no brainer. Absolutely. And, you know, there's holidays. I mean, you have Memorial Day, Fourth of July, Labor Day. You have all different summer, you know, summer solstice. You can do events around holidays. And again, I keep going back to they don't have to be, you know, where you're you're roasting a whole pig. Although that would be great, <laughs> have the equipment to do so. I'd go. You know, it it can be it can be barbecue chicken halves. It can be you know doing spare ribs on the grill that that might have been pre cooked in the kitchen and you're finishing them on the grill for speed of service. It can be fun. You can get cookers for, for corn on the cob. You can have, you know, it's strawberry season, you know, fresh strawberry shortcake. You, the creativity is endless. You know, use what's local to your community. I mean, everybody has different seasons and different items that are local. But, you know, fresh tomatoes are coming up. You know, you can have stationary barbecue food items, you know, fresh tomato and, and mozzarella salads with fresh basil in the, in the peak of the season, you know, it doesn't have to be fancy. It can be on disposables. So, you know, I think communities tell me, well, we can't do that because we don't have enough China to supply China to an outside dining venue as well. And we don't have it in our budget. It can be disposables. I mean, you, you know, it, try to take the, the barrier to, to entry out of the way. Take those things that are forcing you or, or making you think you can't be creative doing outdoor dining and say, how can we get those out of the way? Can we use paper and plastic? It's a, it's a one day event here and there. Why not use paper and plastic? You know, we don't have enough tables and chairs. We, you know, pulled up. I mean, your activities has tables and chairs. You can be creative. Yeah. Borrow from other departments. And in terms of, you know, disposables, there are a lot of 
really, really, really good quality single use items out there that are environmentally friendly, that are compostable, you know, that, that aren't going to leave that negative footprint. So, you know, to alleviate those concerns, that's, that's a definitely a viable option. You don't have to buy a bunch of China and you can get single use items that, that are, that are okay to use. Absolutely. Hey Mike, I, I had a, I had a community that, that I managed, you know, in my portfolio that, that was a county nursing home, 400, you know, resident county nursing home. So economical offer. They had different on uh, different wings of the building and each wing had a patio and, and three times each spring and summer and fall, the CEO and the vice president of the community, we would don them with chef coats and chef hats, did all the legwork for them. And they were basic hamburger, hot dog, you know, chicken breast sandwiches. They would be the, the grill masters. They would come out and, you know, we'd have somebody from the dining department with them and would help them. And they were kind of there just for the, the pizzazz. And they loved it. It was great for the C-suite to get out in front of the residents and show them that they were part of the community. And, and the residents loved it because, number one, it was outdoor dining. It was fun. It was stuff they don't normally get. Yes, they get hot dogs and hamburgers, but, you know, not off, not off of a grill with that great char taste and, you know, fresh vegetables and potato salad and, and, and that fun stuff. But it's a great way for the C-suite to get involved, too, and be proactive in their community. Yeah. And it's really, it's really cool to see, you know, your executive team out there being involved, you know, having, having that little taste of uh, kind of being with the operational side of things. And it shows a different side to that. I think that's great. It's a huge benefit. And um, cooking something like that is not terribly difficult. I mean, you, you can pretty much cook a hot dog or a hamburger or, you know, a small piece of chicken or, you know, whatever. And uh, even for those folks that maybe uh, can't eat some of that, that food that's like, you know, super chewy or stuff like that, there's plenty of options that you could, you can serve that are on the softer side. You still obviously want to take care of those that are on the, on the special diets, but uh, totally doable. Uh, it's just a same food, different setting if you have to, right? And Mike, you, you just brought up special diets and we don't want to forget about talk, you know, so residents, communities, as you, as you move through the continuum of care, you're going to have dietary needs for residents. And, and those residents, if you're doing outside dining, should experience the same great food. The only thing that should be different is the, the texture modification. So you can still take a great grilled hamburger and, and puree them. Yes, you're going to maybe cook them a little bit before so you have them out because you're outside. But, but they should still, they shouldn't get a, a hamburger that's been cooked in the kitchen and doesn't have that great, great flavor and char. Same with the hot dogs or, or a barbecue chicken breast. You know, they should, they should experience that same great tasting. I'll call it summer food. It's not really, it's year round food now, but that great, that great experience that brings back nostalgia from their younger years, yeah. you know, having outdoor dining. Yeah. I, I think it's a, a crucial element to be able to get out into nature, to, to have that, that setting, uh, especially, you know, folks, for instance, in memory care, um, outdoors is very important to a lot of folks because it has that environment, you know, creates cues and uh, has has very beneficial lasting effects as well. So there's some health and some mental benefit to being outside, to being in the sun. People with seasonal affective disorder love to be outside when it's a little bit warm. Absolutely. So, you know, aside from the fact that it's just kind of fun, 
it, it really does have a, a beneficial effect on you physiologically. Now, full disclaimer, I'm no doctor, but you know, oh. we've been hearing that basically forever. That's, that's not, uh, that's nothing new and everybody, no matter what, um, what level of on the, they're at on the continuum of care should, should be, uh, is entitled to have those same experiences environmentally and, and from a food standpoint. I, mean, I couldn't agree with you more, Mike. I mean, even at home, this time of year now that the days are longer, you get home from work. I love eating out on the back deck. Even if it's food I cooked in the house, not on the barbecue sure. grill, I still enjoy eating outside in the environment, hearing hearing the sounds of nature. It's just, I don't know, it makes you feel better. The food tastes better. It's It becomes mind over matter. Um, it's just it's just a great dining experience all around. And, you know, here. I challenge, I challenge every food service director and, and every C-suite member to, to challenge food service directors and, and your other departments to get out there and, and, and use your outdoor space and create some great fun dining experiences for your residents. It's, it's really not hard. It's surely not expensive. You know, that, that shouldn't be, you know, oh my God, we can't afford it. it. It's not expensive. I mean, we're not asking you to serve surf and turf and carved tenderloins and it can be simple food. Yes. Serve the carved tenderloins and, <laughs> and do, you know, shrimp boils and things if that that's in your, in your purview and your budget, but it doesn't have to be that. Yeah. There's plenty of communities out there that are on really tight budgets. They maybe their, their PPD is not as high as they like, you know, and maybe they're not serving things that are going to be expensive, but you can still take, I don't know, you could take some some canned corn, right? And you can heat it up on a grill outside in some nice butter and kind of saute it up in a pan and kind of still get that smoky vibe to it. The wake, they call it, right? Where you get the essence of the saute. Yes. So, you know, you can take your same product and just put it in a different environment and it doesn't necessarily have to cost you anything else. It's the setting that is the most important part of this. And Absolutely. so even if you're Absolutely. if you're on that tight PPD, you can take the stuff you're already using and just just either cook it elsewhere or bring it elsewhere and still have that great experience with it. You don't have to buy an entirely new menu or, or provide an entirely new menu to make this happen. All you need is the setting uh, and you're, you're most of the way there. Absolutely, Mike. Couldn't agree more. So that being said, Scott, I mean, Clearly, there's going to be people out there that maybe they don't understand how to make this happen, or, or maybe they they need some some ideas. What can you do and culinary coach do to kind of help um, bridge that gap for people who might need a little bit of extra assistance in making that happen? Sure. Well, well, first of all, I think everybody is capable of doing outdoor dining at different levels. There's no question there. So, and, and there's going to be people that might have never done it or need help. You know, you can reach out to the culinary coach. Um, we're more than happy to be able to provide you with, with some assistance, um, even just coaching from a side, you know, a, a phone call, an email, um, just to give you an idea. Or if you have a question that you want to bounce off of us, love to help you, love to help communities enhance the dining experience, making, you know, the residents experience better. That, that's what we're all here for. I mean, who doesn't want to see a resident with a big smile on their face? enjoying something that might bring back um, thoughts of their, of their childhood growing up. Yeah. But we're more than happy to help you just reach out to, 
to the culinary coach. Yeah. And if you if you guys need ideas on really how to take advantage of the season, uh, Scott and the culinary coach team can really help you generate some ideas on, you know, what products you might be able to get a hold of this time of year to take advantage of nature, take advantage of the bounty that is provided no matter where you are in the country. They have the expertise to help you out with that. Absolutely, Mike. All right, Scott. Well, this has been awesome. I think you and I could probably talk about outdoor dining uh, every day for the rest of our lives and still have so much to talk about and uh, never get tired of it. But uh, thanks for hanging out today on Cosmic Soup and sharing these awesome ideas for outdoor dining. And I'm looking forward to the next conversation you and I get to have to uh, help improve the lives of our seniors. Mike, thanks. It's great uh, great catching up with you and uh, having conversation around food. It's always fun and enjoyable. All right. Thanks, Scott. Thank you, sir. And thanks, as always, to all of you out there in radio and podcast land for joining us on this perpetual quest for senior living awesomeness. Don't forget, you can reach out to Scott and the Culinary Coach team by visiting the website at either culinarycoach.us or thirdplus.com. And while you're online, make sure you follow Third Plus on all the social media channels for some truly life-changing ideas and programs. Well, that's it for today's episode, so stay safe, take care, and we'll see you next time on Cosmic Soup.